Well, it's a pleasure to have you all back here with us. It's definitely better than kind of what we've been doing the past uh, few weeks, few months, Father Matt and I being in the chapel and preaching to a wall with a camera. Not the most exciting time to do Mass and how to have Mass, but this is much better than the alternative. Also, for those of you who are connected in the digital world, uh, you probably had a lot of what I've been doing lately and Father Matt and a lot of people is doing those webinars, just tons of webinars, doing a lot of uh, Zoom meetings, which is doing meetings over your phone or over your computer. And after a while, they just they lose their flavor, they lose their fervor really, really fast. But this past week, I had one that, the one that I kind of actually enjoyed um, because they were there, the, the group that was calling me was a group that what I promoted was that Hallow app. And the Hallow app is an app that allows you to do Christian meditation and pray. And they contacted me and they said, um, your area in Anago, we don't know what you guys did, uh, but your area responded the most to that Lenten challenge that we did. And Father Matt and I kind of said, what, what, what did we do? Well, we just advertised. It wasn't like anything special. Um, but they said they wanted to have a meeting just to kind of promote our parish and what we were doing. But before we started the meeting, uh, we did something that has been on my heart. And it's, it's the, we did a prayer. And there's a, on that app, you can do prayers with the saints. And they did the prayer of the prayer of St. Francis, which has been on my heart a lot, uh, especially in this time of just... Uh, we'll just call it chaos or craziness, whatever you want to call it, seeing a lot of just dysfunction. And I just want to do what they did in that app as we begin the homily today, because I think it's just like, maybe some of us were nervous, like, am I going to get sick if I'm here? Maybe some of you sitting here, you're wondering, like, I'm so excited to be here. I can't wait to receive the Eucharist. Uh, But sometimes it's just important just to kind of remember we're here to pray and remember what this day is so special and why it is so special. So what I'm just going to ask you to do, and if you want to close your eyes, you can close your eyes. I'm just going to ask you to take some deep breaths, which is a, no, a, a normal calming mechanism. So just take a few deep breaths, maybe breathe in through your nostrils and breathe out through your mouth. And as you're breathing, I'm just going to read that prayer of St. Francis of Assisi before he died. This is what he prayed about a month before he died. And just let these words of wisdom, these words of a saint wash over your soul. And St. Francis says, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. I don't know what words kind of stood out to you, but the words that always stand out to me in that, in that prayer are the words, for it is in giving that we receive. If you're wondering what the homily is going to be about today and what we're going to focus on today, it's just one word, and the word is give. What's the one word? Give. All right, just want to make sure you're still awake. And as we look at that word, that's what the Mass is primarily all about. Anybody who's called what we do right now boring or confusing or I always get distracted during Mass 
it's typically because we're not giving of ourselves. We're called to offer ourselves with Jesus at every single Mass, with the priest. We're called to offer ourselves on the altar. But not just ourselves, we're called to offer our fears, our failures, our sins, our loved ones, our enemies. We should be coming with just an armful, a boatload full of prayers at every single Mass, because when you and I try to hold on to all that stuff, it typically leads to what? Anxiety, depression, worry, fear, the list goes on and on. And I think Jesus is looking at you and me eyeball to eyeball today, and he's just asking, how is that going for you? How is that going for you? And I think the result of what we're seeing in our culture today of the past 30, 40 years of seeing us giving everybody a trophy just for participating, giving a person a ribbon, and they're always asking, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? What's in it for me? And the fact is, the Mass isn't about us. It's about God. And it's about giving Him thanks and getting the focus off of ourselves, but it's giving our problems, our issues over to Him because as you can see with the rioting, as you can see with just the amount of fear that the media is spewing upon us left and right, obviously when we try to fix things without God, there's no peace. There's no peace. And that's what the Lord wants to give us so badly, but we have to let go of our idea of peace. And he says in Scripture, not as the world gives it, do I give it to you, the peace that we desire. And our world's trying to give peace without Jesus right now. It's kind of strange. And people are wondering, why are things going so crazy? And the Lord just saying, because you're holding on to it. You're holding on to everything, and you're not giving it over to me. And when we come to Mass, we're called to give ourselves fully in the Eucharist with Jesus. So when the priest holds up Jesus, not because Father Matt says so or Father Zach says so, but because Jesus said, this is my body, and we enter into that eternal sacrifice, when he lifts the, his body up, our response should be this. This is my body too, Jesus, given up for you. And when he lifts up the chalice, which is the wine, transformed into his precious blood, and he says, this is my blood, you and I should be responding, this is my blood, given up for you. And we're called to lay our lives down and stop holding on to everything and giving everything back to him because he gives everything to us. The Father gives everything to us in his Son. He's all we need. And I think for a lot of us, he's just asking that simple question. How's it going for you? How's it going with your depression, your anxiety, your nervousness, your fear, your loneliness, your despair, your discouragement, your frustration? your gossip, your lust, your whatever your sins are, and Lord saying, can you keep holding on to that? I know you can't, just give it to me. Because what he wants, apart from all that stuff, is he wants just to be with you. Little old you, little old me. He just wants to be with us. So as we come down the aisle to receive his body and blood, to receive him, for a lot of us, he wants us to return back to our pew and just be. Because we're so focused on going out and fixing things, but some of us, we just don't know the Lord yet, especially in the Eucharist, because we don't spend time with him. 
And we want to go solve all the world's problems, but we have so much lack of interior peace, he's saying, let my peace rest upon you. And let him minister to you. Let the medicine of angels, the bread of angels, heal your brokenness before you go try to heal the brokenness of the world. Because the Lord wants to meet you heart to heart. He wants to meet you right where you are. But if you don't give, if you don't give, you can't receive. Because, again, as St. Francis said, it's not in receiving, right? It's about giving that we receive. When we give ourselves fully, we receive the Lord so much more. We receive him so much more. And even as we heard in our reading from Deuteronomy today, we heard, him, we heard, we heard the words, Do not forget the Lord your God. And I pray to God that through this time of the coronavirus pandemic and just the craziness of the world, we don't forget the gift of the Eucharist. Because the only way our world is going to find peace is by doing what we're doing right now. The reason why we have social justice in the church is because of what he did for us on the cross. Because of him giving his life for us in the Eucharist. And because of that goodness, then we go out and serve. But we don't go out and serve until we're ministered to first, until we're formed first, because otherwise you kind of see a lot of brokenness in our world. And the Lord said, And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. And we don't see much life in our world right now. We see death. We see hatred. We see anger. We see fear. And the Lord says, Give that to me, my son. Give that to me, my daughter. Give me your sins. Give me your fears. Give me your anxieties. Give me everything that is not of me, and I will give you myself in return. I will give you myself in return. And we do this not because it feels good. We do this because we love him apart from our feelings. And as St. Francis wrote this prayer of peace a month before he passed away, we get to enter into the mystery of our Lord before he died and laid his life down for us. Before he died, he took bread and broke it and blessed it. And he said, this is my body given up for you. When I first heard those words, I never felt more loved in my life and immediately the call to the priesthood just opened my heart. And did I feel worthy of the call? Absolutely not. But he broke through all my doubt, all my fear, and then he had to begin ministering to me to heal me. And when you and I respond, when the priest lifts up the body of Jesus, when he lifts up his blood, it ultimately has to lead to, for those of you who are not married yet, it has to lead to saying, I will give you my body and my blood as your priest. I will give you my body and my blood as your bride, as a religious sister. Or if you're feeling called to married, I will give you my body and blood as a married person. And the Lord needs a deeper response from our community. Because I firmly believe if we had more priests, if we had more religious sisters out in our world today, to minister to those who do not know the love of Jesus, who do not know that he's truly present in the Eucharist, the chaos we're seeing would not even exist. 
And it's easy to point fingers at who should do what, but we have to point fingers back at ourselves and saying, how can I be part of the solution instead of the part of the problem? And all of our answers, my friends, are found on this altar. In a simple form of bread and wine, which comes through the mystery of the priesthood and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, through faith we believe that that is truly his body and blood. But he doesn't want to just remain there. He wants to come into you. He wants to transform you and heal you and redeem you so you can bring that peace out into the world. And you can do it. You can actually do that. Because if I can feel called to be a priest in my own brokenness, and the Lord can transform me over time, he can do it with you. He's done it with Father Matt. He's done it with Deacon Andy. But you don't have to be an ordained person to do this. All you have to do is open your heart and give and give and give. So in this Mass, let us just take a moment of silence and place it all on the altar. So when we come to Mass, our main focus should be, how can I give of myself instead of just receive and say, the Mass is boring or what's in it for me? So what will you give Jesus this Mass? Amen.